Listen, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's easy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back, everyone. This is the final, final episode um, of the Meet the Fam series. Uh, this is episode 10, um, and this is part two of our conversation with um, Evangelist Brandy Banks. I know she's going to kill me when she hears me say that. <laughs> but, you know, if, if you tuned in last week to listen to our episode, uh, you heard a lot of her heart. You heard a lot of our conversation um, and you just begin to see um, who she is as an individual, what she's passionate about and the thing that, sh- that she's passionate about. Um, there's no different in this upcoming episode. She does the exact same thing. You know, she's telling us more and more about what forgiveness movement means to her. And also we hear more about what she would do differently um, in the church and a lot of things that, you know, that she have seen over the years um, that she would do differently if, you you know she was ever to be in ministry again which i believe that she will be one day <laughs> but you know i'm definitely um excited about the conversation i'm excited about um, everything that we've um, accomplished um, so far and i'm excited about the future of one faith and you know with her being a part of the team you know with her um, minister rod butler and elder omar pickett um and along with others a few others you know, I really feel like, you know, God has blessed us to be able to launch this thing and to be a part of something big, you know. So if you're interested in being a part of the One Faith fam, you know, go to weareonefaith.com, fill out the contact form, you know, send us an email at it's one faith that we are one faith.com. Reach out to me via DM or whatever, you know, whatever it is, you know, I want to help you out and I would love to have your help on our staff, you know, to help us out with what we're doing. So Without further ado, this is part two of our conversation. She gives us an exciting uh, little message at the at the end, um, and you, we really get to hear her heart a little bit more um, in this conversation. So, without further ado, Brandy Banks. Yeah. 
um, the biggest thing I feel that people can connect with that I may not be able to give them mm-hmm. is um, the mental illness thing that you that right. you said that you wanted to be a part of or wanted to build off of with purpose by God and will forgive this move because for me, you know, mental illness is a is a, a very is a very I don't say it's a it's a touchy subject mm-hmm. in the church world because we so often yeah. put things to prayer and, mm-hmm. and put things aside and we don't want to talk about those things and talk about those issues but mental health, mental illness is very real in it the is. church world yeah. and we can't just gloss over the fact that it's not here right. you know we can't just pray certain things away we just can't you know put prayer on it it takes prayer mm-hmm. and action and exactly. help mm-hmm. and it takes knowing different ones who can connect you to different right. resources or connect you to different things to help you get through it because right. you know everybody has their story everybody has right. their testimony but and everyone in some capacity deals with mental illness exactly. I don't care what, I don't care what anyone thinks the thing thinking. is people don't realize they don't it. realize like, you can be depressed for years and not even and know not it. even know it like I'm still I'm as me telling myself a little bit but I'm still grieving like the loss of my mom because mm-hmm. you know that's my mom right. and I'm going to always grieve her death right. and a lot of people do the same thing too but yeah. I've learned how to deal with it and manage it over time. But there are yeah. people who have lost their mama, you know, maybe 20 years ago, and they still feel like that right. hole is in their heart today. Yeah. And even though they may not know God or they may know God, you know, it's still a struggle. Right. And then there's people, um, I'm reminded of um, uh, the guy from, was it The Young and the Restless? The, act, the actor um, who committed suicide not too long ago um, because his son had passed um, a while back. And he never got over his son's death. And it, it caused him to to commit suicide because he was grieving so hard. Right. And it just makes me think, like, if we had taken these things more seriously, mm-hmm. uh, because he's not the only example. You know, right. there's so Basically. many other people in the world who have done that. But if, if, if we could have taken the time to just explore this area, mm-hmm. to explore that side of, of ministry, right. because there's ministry there, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like we could have saved so many lives yeah. from the enemy, from the hand of the enemy. We could have done so much more. And so you want to talk about a little bit about so the mental health thing? That, the mental illness thing, um, I personally dealt with mental illness. Like you said, uh, all of us have mm-hmm. in, in some capacity, but I've been like, deep 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 i feel it could have been deeper but i just feel like i've really experienced it because of that um i do feel that god sent me through that so that i can help other people Mm -hmm. um so that's why i'm always on facebook trying to share positivity all the time because people have actually reached out to me and said yo your posts i be in like my darkest hour and it gives me the extra push that i need Mm -hmm. from hurting somebody or hurting myself Mm -hmm. so that's like it's deep it's It's not just oh i'm trying to get likes on facebook no Mm -hmm. i'm trying to reach people i'm trying to help somebody i'm trying to save a life and you never know who you who's looking at things or who you were helping in that moment because i had the same thing too like i remember in college like right after my best friend had passed Mm -hmm. um a young lady had came to me and well a young lady that sounds so old <laughs> but uh one of my friends <laughs> let me rephrase right let me switch it up let me get young one of my friends that came to me and was like you know i can't get through it you know i'm thinking about you know hurting myself mm-hmm. i'm thinking about doing this so i just can't get over it because it's just so much going on with school with this and everything else is going on in her life Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I literally just sat there and just talked to her. Right. And I just talked to her for hours. And, you know, I, I won't say I ministered to her. I was in a ministry capacity at that time. But mm-hmm. 
I was more solely, you know, talking to her, trying yeah. to understand how she feels exactly. and just be an ear because a lot of times people just need somebody to be an yeah. ear. They don't want you to go back and gossip. They don't want exactly. you to go back and tell their business on the street. They just want somebody that can listen to them. Exactly. And you don't even have to say anything. You just got to listen. Right. <laughs> like, they, oftentimes they don't want you to say anything. Right. Like, I just need someone to vent to. I just need mm-hmm. you to be my sounding board. You can, you know, don't take it personal. You can take it personal. But, <laughs> or whatever. But, you know, there's people that really need that. Right. And I remember um, reading or listening to um, one of my favorite rappers, uh, Christian rappers, is KB. And he was talking about how he's a part of a group that um, a men's group that they do things like that. You know, they have like this men's intimate Bible study wow. where they have the Bible study piece. But at the same time, you know, they, they have a shared space and open space mm-hmm. for people to talk about things that's tough that's that, that they don't want to talk about in, in large congregations. Or right. they don't want, they don't feel comfortable going to someone about it. Mm-hmm. If they can't talk to their pastor about it, then you know they have these small intimate group sessions that they can talk to different people about it. There's no judgment, there's no condemnation, there's no nothing. It's just mm-hmm. talk about these things, you know, to get it off your chest. If mm-hmm. you feel like you're about to do something stupid, right. talk to someone about mm-hmm. it. And I feel like the church is missing that in right. so many aspects. Because um, instead of talking to somebody, we're talking about somebody. Exactly. <laughs> we're talking about somebody. Or we talking about, oh, the Jew, you're crazy. But and honestly, it, <laughs> it goes hand in hand because it's like you're hurting. So I'm talking about Thomas or TJ mm-hmm. to make myself feel better. Exactly. So if we can get through the mental illness and the unforgiveness and all that, we can get to the end goal. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is, is there. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. So. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I had this Bible study that I was teaching at um, State one night, and I challenged the students. Uh, and this is to your point to um, Lent and people fasting. And I remember, um, <laughs> I remember it was right around that time. It was last year, right around that time. It was um, right around February, end of January, and early February, and we had a Bible study. And I remember telling the students. Like, let's give up. Um, I preached the message. Let me backtrack. I preached the message, and the message was basically talking about giving up something that was um, hard to give up, but it was necessary for you to grow. And in that, I remember telling the students, like, you know, think of something that is hard for you to give up right now, but is necessary for you to grow in your spiritual walk with Christ. And what I did was I told them, like, you have two weeks <laughs> to figure out, well, not two weeks. I gave them to the next um, week, to the next Bible study to come up with that thing because it's hard. It's not easy. Not, it's, it's hard to come up with something, but it's not hard to come up with something. Her just walked in. <laughs> but for a lot of the college students, they were, you know, it, it takes them a little bit longer to, to come up with something that's, you know, feasible. So I started off I was like I'm just gonna I'm gonna give up social media because for me right. at the time kind of still now social media right. is a big thing for me. It's so, hard. It's hard right to now. Give it up. Every day I wanna no. Every day I wanna cut it off. Right. <laughs> Misha just all the way. She'll she'll just delete her whole page. I don't blame her. Like, me too. I'm like baby, you can't delete your page because there's, there's pictures and stuff out there that people want to see. Like I if I wanna it. go and find a picture, he'd be like, you'll be back on tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> she the same way. Like she'll delete it and then go back. Like I mean, sometimes you just need to be cleanse like no, away from you. all that especially everything that's going on right now i feel you because like every year i usually take a um a, like a maybe a three <laughs> misha would probably say i'm lying 
<laughs> I take like a three month break from social media because I just need that re-cleansing. Like I just need to right. focus my mind and energy on something else mm-hmm. other than open up my phone, looking at Facebook all exactly. the time. Because if, if I'm looking at my phone every five minutes to see, ooh, who's trying right. to do something. <laughs> and half the time it be, right. And half the time be nobody. Right. Like, it just be your auntie. Right. It be somebody <laughs> irrelevant. You like, all right, auntie, like. <laughs> I challenged this college students to do that. And it was so funny because, like, they came back with some great stuff. They were like, you know, I'm going to give up social media. I'm going to give up Twitter and Instagram because I'm always on Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give up, you know, eating fried foods because I don't want to eat fried foods anymore. I want to live a healthy life. I'm like, good. Another student was like, yeah, I'm going to give up. Um, uh, it was something, some app. I think it was like Snapchat or something like that. Cause she was they like, stay on that. Yeah, because she was like, I love Snapchat. I don't want Snapchat all the time. So, but I know that this is keeping me from God. I was like, dope. And then this other girl, I wish she gave up, but she was all for it. And she, um, <laughs> this is the kicker right here. She went back home. Her dad's an elder. Mm-hmm. And she went back home and told her dad that, you know, hey, we're we doing a fast. We're doing this, that, and the third. Because mm-hmm. we believe in God to uh, bring in some more people to the um, campus ministry. And we believe in God for some other things in our own personal stuff, right. too. And so, and she told him, like, yeah, we fasting. And to him, <laughs> fasting meant just turning down your plate. Mm-hmm. It's like not it's abstaining from anything right. else. Right. And I'm like, and he pulled me aside. I was like, yeah, you know, I just want to make sure that you actually teach him the right things and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. Isn't that how they do? What I, <laughs> and I'm like, and I, told, I explained to him, I was like, bruh. <laughs> When I was preaching, because honestly, it, the, the Lord dropped it in my spirit to do it in that mm-hmm. moment. When I was preaching, the Lord dropped it on my spirit to do it. <laughs> so if you got a problem with me saying that, you got to take it over to God. Because right. <laughs> in that moment, I was teaching, I was preaching, and God dropped it in my spirit. Hey, have the students do it fast. Exactly. And I'm just being obedient. Like, I don't want, right. That's all I'm trying to do. So I did that, and I told him that, and he was like, yeah, just I just want to make sure we're doing the right things. Because I've been talking to my daughter the whole time about this thing. And she just, you know, about fasting. And, and here you come. Well, I think it was some jealousy in it, too. Because he was yeah. like, here you come. It's like, it's amazing. She actually what, listening. Right. It was like, it's amazing what kids will pick up and think. And all this other stuff. Like, Negro. I want to say the other word. But be on the radio. <laughs> but anyway. But yeah, it, it's funny. Because like, to that point, like, that, it's stuff like that. That that bothers mm-hmm. me. Yeah. With a lot of people in this world that yeah. we still have to love and show them partiality. Yeah, holier than that. But, <laughs> but I mean it but that's that's like one of the issues why people I feel like young people are leaving the church and young people just don't want to do nothing oh, yeah. with the church because we out of there. Doing stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Like too many hypocrites, too many people saying yeah. dumb stuff. And it's like I remember on the other podcast show, and I'm pretty sure by this time it airs, it'll be aired out. Um, me and my cousin, we talked about it. It was like, you know, why are young people leaving the church? It's, it's because they're tired of just crap. I mean, crap that come across the pulpit, crap that's in the pews, crap just at the church. And I we, call it church hurt. Yeah. And people tired of that. Like, they just want to go somewhere and have an authentic experience. People want to have an authentic experience and not deal with any, any of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's, it's, it's sad to say it's not there in a lot of churches it's not right. there 
because so many people want to focus on certain topics, they want to focus on certain things. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's all about God. It's all about experiencing God, creating an environment to where people can just come in, worship God in, in fullness, in truth, in totality, and walk away with their excuse me, with their relationship with God intact. Mm-hmm. Not questioning things. <laughs> not questioning. Not, question, judged, right, not, not being, being talked about. All right. You just want to not go. Not being looked that weird. Right. <laughs> and it's so and it's so hurting to see people that come to church literally wanting something from God and all they're left with is hurt. Or all they're left with is um, someone looking at them different. Or an experience that happened in the church. Maybe the usher gave them a wrong look or something yeah. like that. Like, it don't matter what message was preached. It doesn't matter how high the service was. It doesn't even matter if God moved and everybody in the church shouted. Mm-hmm. They're going to go back and think about that one incident with that one usher or that one greeter that didn't greet them right. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take that as a grain of salt and just say, and that ruined everything. I might as well just sit at home. Right. I'll watch Joe or somebody on right. live. Cause, <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I would rather listen to them <laughs> than to sit in your church. This is a point I made to Misha Hope a long time ago. It's like, it amazes me how many people would rather go to one of these satellite churches, mm-hmm. sit in a satellite church, sit in a nice, comfortable chair, mm-hmm. and watch a, a pastor from another church uh, stream in mm-hmm. on a big stream. On a big I can't stream. do it. They would rather do that than to go sit in an actual church where you're preaching the word. And I feel like that's a problem. It's not. It's, it's, an, it's an indictment on your ministry, but it's an indictment on your church. Because people would rather go and look at a TV screen in a nice big building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at a middle school. At a middle school, <laughs> right. Or or at some library or in some auditorium than to come and sit in your church. All right, and that's that's a problem. It is. And, it is. and, and the, the, over, the number one cover-up on it is, oh, well, they just don't want the word. They're part of falling away. Or this, that. No. It's, it has to do with the, the stuff, the mess that we're putting out in, the, mm-hmm. in, the, um, in these churches. Sometimes you have to take a step back and look in the mirror mm-hmm. because it comes from the head. It does. Whatever the pastor allows is what's going to flow down to mm-hmm. the rest. Mm-hmm. Girl, you all have been in our conversation. Because <laughs> he said it, it's, it's all in the oil. Mm-hmm. It starts from the stop. Yeah. The oil of that pastor, if, if it starts at the top, it's going to trickle down through throughout the staff, throughout the members, and then the whole church is going to have that same oil or the same fragrance. Especially if the oil ain't God-given oil. Mm. Oof. Oh, you stepping on some toes now. Not mine. (laughs) (laughs) You might get a phone call. (laughs) (laughs) I bless her. I bless her. All right, so did you um, have a little inspirational message or anything that you want to share? I got something I want to leave everybody with. All right, what you want to leave everybody with? (laughs) All right. So as as much as we talk about forgiveness, like it's an easy topic, we know it's not easy. Mm. It's something we all got to learn. It takes time. So don't be hard on yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. And don't be ashamed to admit you're wrong and ask for forgiveness. Because none of us are perfect, but we are forgiven. Lord knows. Is that right? That's dope. That's dope. All right, so where can people find you? Purposebygod.org, Purpose by God, the page, the Forgiveness Movement, Facebook, Brandy Banks. 
Facebook. And also, if y'all need help finding any of the information, her information is on weareonefaith.com as well. So, like I said, this is a, we are a collective. This is about helping one another, helping everyone out. It's not about me trying to get any fame or glory or look good or anything like that. Nope. It's all about helping each other and pushing forth um, our own messages. Um, you know, the forgiveness movement is a part of one faith because we all need to forgive. We all need forgiveness for our sins or for things that we have done to people or things that people have done to us. So forgiveness is a, a subset of one faith.